Hey, I'm Alan Hunter. You're listening on the Pantheon Network. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG-13. Stoppies, bitch, we're Madonna. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Welcome to another episode of Make It Stop, Bad Music. Good times. Uh, I'm Heather Mack. I'm Mike Dunn. And we're back in the saddle, one-on-one, as is uh, fun to occasionally do. We've had some wonderful guests, wonderful episodes recently, but uh, we're going to do another one of our worst perspectives of uh, looking back at a very famous, popular artist career um, and choosing, cherry-picking the worst of their, uh, you know, long many decades of contributions to our culture. <laughs> <laughs> and we are going to sneer and chortle at their occasional follies, even though they're some of the most uh, prolific artists of all time. Uh, so we have done three of these types of episodes, or this is our third. Mm-hmm. We did two previously, which were? David Bowie and Prince. Yes. Uh, I bring that up because I recently had lunch with my dad and he uh, admitted that he was very upset that we even ever bothered to do a David Bowie (laughs) worst of episode. To that I say uh, he should listen to the songs and then, you know, like (laughs) reassess. I know. He didn't have much to say when I was like, come on, New York's in love. New York's in love. Dude. He, yeah, he, yeah. But I. Dancing in the streets. Does he like dancing (laughs) in the streets? (laughs) No, no. But I think he would argue that like the 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 whole of their contributions of you know David Bowie's contributions like far outshine the you know occasional duds which you know is totally true but we are here to be snarky assholes also and find the worst in everything yeah i mean that's kind of what we do and for the, the most part, you know, we focus on bad artists, but I mean, sometimes you got to turn over those rocks for your heroes and and see the the gritty underbelly, the, the, grubs, the yucky the, wormies, the fungus, the yucky wormies. <laughs> yeah. And look, it's not. We're not saying Prince or David Bowie is bad. We're not saying Madonna is no. bad. Oh, you buried the lead. We buried the lead, guys. You this, already. Sa- oh, that's right. <laughs> didn't you already say it? No, I didn't. Oh. But they already know it because they they, could, know it. they clicked on it. You, I don't know no, why. You also said, bitch, I'm Madonna. Oh, that's right. Good point. <laughs> We're talking Madonna Ciccone, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah, and baby. guests. Her real name, just like Prince, Prince Rogers Nelson. Yeah. And 
well, David Bowie was like something else. David something else. Uh, well, I think he was David Jones. David Jones. Right? That's right. And but he, he couldn't wanted... be Davy Jones like exactly. the monkey. So anyway, this is reflecting our knowledge, guys. Mm-hmm. We're here to speak our truth um, and to talk about Madonna, the highest selling female artist of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Real trailblazer, too. I mean, if you look yes. at top selling artists... I watched this like info this like infographic video showing the top charting artist of every quarter of every year starting with like 1970. Yeah, and it's and like it's all always dudes. Madonna. <laughs> it's all dudes all up the way until 1982, 1983, and then like it's Madonna, and yeah. like from then on you start seeing more and more female artists start getting yep. top hits. You you start seeing Celine Dion and <laughs> Mariah Carey. Right. Like she kind of opened the doors for that stuff. Or for yeah, for I guess society as a whole to start valuing women as <laughs> as pop stars. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's true. Yeah, I mean we had Debbie Harry, you know, we did have some other Yeah, but she was females, more underground, she, you know. Yeah. And Madonna definitely broke the, I mean she yeah, she paved the way for so many artists and is so legendary that you know it is really kind of hard to take aim at Madonna Um, well Madonna (laughs) has done some wild shit yes yes we're gonna take aim don't worry stoppies there will be some aim Uh, we'll be we'll be cocked and loaded uh, for definitely some some songs but I do think that part of the reason why Madonna has done so much wild shit and has made uh, more, especially as of late in her career, more missteps musically is because, bitch, she's Madonna, and because she's kind of had such a such an aura, such a protection of protection around her, and of awe and respect that she maybe is not um, as beholden to like taste <laughs> anymore. You know what I mean? Like she doesn't have to listen to anybody because uh she does what she wants. Well, I would also argue that you know, and I don't mean this disrespectfully. Right. Uh but I do think that Madonna's whole career has been based around sort of appropriating something that's happening in the current zeitgeist and fucking, you know, slaying it, do- putting her own mark on it. You know, yeah, she did it. If you like with erotica, yes, down tempo. Well, I mean Vogue, yeah, uh, that's you know, and and the Vogue classic, exactly. You know, classic so, appropriation right there. That yeah, uh, and then on to even you know Ray of Light, like that was you know she was tapping into the the techno and electronica yeah. that was happening at the time, and then even like Confessions on a Dance Floor, like. The resurgence of disco and you know uh, French house and stuff. Yeah, um, and I think that and even bitch on Madonna getting Sophie to produce it. Exactly. Do, yeah, and I think the problem is, and you know, I don't want to spoil too much, but a lot of the songs on this list are going to come from her more recent albums. Yeah, as she gets older and as um, pop music morphs into an increasingly uh, you know sort of robotic. Uh, EDM driven Farrah Arpraham yeah just the latest the latest last few iterations of what pop music is don't really fit the Madonna aesthetic uh, aesthetic, or it's just she's really having trouble adapting I feel like well and I think that's the problem is that she went from setting the stage and setting the tone and leading the way to then having to uh, kind of follow and and she knew it like she she has you know plenty of 
of famous, you know, writers and producers around her that she can easily call on. And so she can approximate a sound of an of a time. Um, but before she would take that and she would really uh, transform it and subvert it and do things like kiss black Jesus's feet, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in a music video for like a prayer and then, you know, cut to crosses burning and then a gospel choir singing and dancing around her so (laughs) she's still doing pretty provocative stuff but it's people aren't really taking notice like they used to right well and it's also the kabbalah stuff and the fake accents and oh there's a lot of fake accents She's going to the Lindsay Lohan school. Actually, Lindsay Lohan was going to the Madonna school of fake accents. And the constant lyrical flaunting of her privilege. Yeah. Like, it's a big... But then the sanctimonious, like, looking down. Yeah, the combination of both things. Of, like, I'm looking down on you for not being woke enough and seeing through this American farce. But I'm going to talk about shaking my ass and uh, doing Pilates. (laughs) Yeah, and my... (laughs) Having three nannies. Having a latte. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I want to stress, like, I love Madonna. Yeah, I really do. I actually realized in the course of this how much I tr- I really loved Madonna more than I even gave myself or her credit for. Like, I I was like, I'm a huge Prince fan. I'm a huge Bowie fan. And when it was like, where's the Madonna? I was like, oh, this is going to be easy. And even some of these songs, like, we had to go back and forth up until the very end to pick the, the top, you know, the, the bottom ten. Because some of them, I was like, this is honestly pretty good. And actually, a lot of them still, they have, like, really good elements. But then they, oh, my God, they can be so terribly frustrating and yeah. ruin and, and uh, you know, eviscerate all goodwill that you build towards them. So don't worry, Stoppies. We did do our due diligence. Actually, oh. Mike did his due diligence. So you should talk about your process. How many albums? How many compilations? Well, I will say um, my 2019 Spotify rap top artist was Madonna. Yeah. And it's because of this. Uh, I listened to every single Madonna song wow. ever. 14 studio albums, three soundtrack albums, five live albums. I didn't listen to live albums. Six, That's fine. Six compilation albums. I did listen to the original songs on the compilation albums. Uh, and 35 other limited releases. I don't know that I got all of those. I did um, I did listen to some songs that were only released as a single, like uh, Justify My Love, but obviously that song That's is great. good. Uh, didn't make this list. Uh, and what I did is I listened in reverse chronological order. And I will say, Heather, I agree with you. Some of the songs that I picked, or some of the songs that we sort of like squabbled over which ones we were going to use, uh, you know, there, there are elements of them that are good. Uh, I will say listening to her most recent albums, uh, 2019's Madam X. Um, Which you were saying should have made the worst of the year. Should have maybe made the worst of the year. It definitely was a contender. Um, but yeah, 2019's Madam X, uh, 2015's Rebel Heart, and 2012's MDNA. I listened to the super deluxe versions of those albums, which are like 30 tracks each. Uh, and... This, the effect of listening to all yeah. of those new Madonna songs, like, in a row for hours, um, it's, as a sum, they are worse than the individual parts. Yeah. Uh, it is, Sounds like a cluster headache. Like, it, several. It was a bad experience listening to the first few <laughs> albums. I did not, like, I didn't, it, I was starting to, like, hate Madonna. Oh, no. Listening to them. But then it was, like, as I started getting into... Uh, you know, starting with 2005's Confessions on the Dance Floor, which is fucking amazing, which is... Check that out. A great Stoppies. album. Starting from there, and then there was American Life, which I think is her absolute worst. 
wow. album. Um, our friends at Jukebox Zeros uh, did an episode with our yes. friends at Rock Candy yep. about that uh, album. Rock Candy, also on the Pantheon Podcast Network. On the Pantheon Podcast Network. <laughs> Everything before that, like music, Ray of Light, Bedtime Stories, Erotica, all that shit, into the 80s, her classic material. Like It was like it's all good. getting out of a cave into... <laughs> You know, coming out of like crawling my way out of a cave into like the shining light next to a beautiful babbling creek, and, like, you know, it's just a, and a statue of the Virgin Mary that <laughs> then comes to life and Madonna's making out with her and then becomes her. <laughs> See that you just got a good idea, Madonna. Make that video, but that's uh, I think. Uh, and like, then yeah, so it became a great experience. Not much bad stuff. Up yeah. until the 2000s. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's where all of us fell apart, didn't we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but she is definitely one of those 80s art. Like a lot of, we talked, we've talked about how a lot of 70s artists failed in the 80s and a lot of 80s artists failed in the 90s. Yeah. They couldn't adapt. But Madonna adapted well into her 40s. And then I guess that was the shift where it went from something that felt effortless and trailblazing into something that felt very effortful, (laughs) very like trying very hard to kind of catch up as opposed to setting the pace. And I don't know how that happened. I don't really know exactly, you know, why that happened. I just besides maybe that there were so many generations of now artists and and pop stars budding you know in her wake that were so influenced by her like the Lady Gagas that just kind of came out and did Madonna to the next level I don't know you know what I mean like her protege is kind of like took over yeah you know and it's also you know um, she, Bowie was like he was a popular artist, but he was you know glam rock. He was experimental art rock. Yeah, you know Prince had the the funk, the Minnesota sound. He, he was pop too, but I, Madonna is pretty pure much pop. straight pure yeah. pop. And pop has changed so much. Yeah, and it's a young person's it's a young right. person's game. Yeah, and also and also she her brand is based around her sexiness, mm. and she's clinging to that still into her sixties, which she looks great. God bless her. Look, she does, but like... It's still a little awkward. It's awkward. It's uh, Amy Poehler from Mean Girls <laughs> yeah. coming in with the, <laughs> with the little teacup dog. Be like, I'm a cool mom. It's cool. You can have a drink. I don't mind if you have it in the house. Like, you know, and it's 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 great that she's a cool mom, but it's not uh, it's not actually cool. Right. At this point. Yeah. In the same way. It doesn't hit the same way that it, it, it did once. So she also just started feeling like she needs to get political mm. and that she needs to get woke I mean Lucky she's Star really was bad very at it. political it was about the communist <laughs> revolution <laughs> no just kidding sorry was it really <laughs> no of course not <laughs> of course not nothing she did before that was really political besides well, the fact that she was like a, a her existence was kind of political well, as a female artist Papa Don't Preach was yeah, about abortion, uh, abortion yeah that's and, true uh, the, a lot of shit on the erotica album was about uh, HIV yeah that's true um, but I think the Bush era mm. George W Bush era um didn't look good on, on anybody to be honest I don't I don't know it, it's 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 very as they say Hollywood liberal her viewpoint yeah. you know cuz that is also part of it too where we started to not pay attention as much to her music and we were paying attention more to what the tabloids were saying about her yeah. and like her kids and like her like fake religion i mean <laughs> what her yeah. her fake religion and uh you know and and then Guy unfairly Ritchie focusing yeah that probably was really bad i did not watch it um 
But then, like, also really unfairly focusing on her looks and on her, you know, getting and her aging. And, right. I, and I mean, that's going to fuck you up. I don't know. Basically, what I want to say is Madonna. I love Madonna. I love you, Madonna. I love you, Madonna. And so Mike Dunn loves you, too. Yeah. But we we got to be honest. We got to have a talk about these 10 songs. All right. Yeah. We just got to have a quick talk. We're going to have a little chat. Should we real quick just talk about uh, how two of our musical resol- resolutions from the new year have already come oh, true? Oh, yeah. We can very briefly discuss that. Uh, because And already came true last year without me even realizing. <laughs> because my one of my resolutions was actually queer sass revival sass revival and yep there's a band called all up blood brothers <laughs> yeah and there's a band called see you space cowboy which is exactly that and i discovered them this past week uh and it's really good uh yeah it's ex- it's exactly what i i called it exactly <laughs> does it count as calling it if it already happened and we just didn't know <laughs> it, well you know it it happened within the last year in okay. the underground <laughs> you know all right it's starting it's starting okay and uh, then also Oh, yeah, and Ska's back, everybody! (laughs) The fourth wave is here! The fourth wave is here, and it's strange. And it's so strange, and I've had it stuck in my head for four days. It's awesome, guys. 100 Gex, G-E-C-S, band from St. Louis, I believe, a duo. Uh, Electronic, scary, glitchy, Fair Artbraham, freak-out, manic pastiches of the 90s. Like uh, and the early two thousands and really, early two thousands. It's like a lot of the bands we've covered like mashed together. Like there are broken it's side weird. elements. There are it's weird. They said their biggest influences were John Zorn and Three O Three. So and they have a ska and, song and Playboy Cardi. Yeah, but they yes, have, they have ska like trap influences, power, you know, pop punk, screamo. I, it's it's an electronic and happy hardcore. Yeah, like. Intense electronic, not just you know casual shit. I it's it's weird, dude, and I like the song uh, a lot. Stupid horse, yeah. It is the it is the first the first shot fired of the fourth wave of ska. Yeah, we're in it, and they even <laughs> said it. They commented, "The fourth wave is here." So yep, there we their, go. In the Reddit AMA, everything's coming true. Black new metal. That's what we're waiting on. Yep, but it'll happen. And the Fugazi reunion. Come on. Oh guys. my god. Yeah. Seriously. Okay. So now that we got that out of the way. Back to Madonna. Let's go back to Madonna. Um, And I think we should just get right on into it to the 10th in our worst of Madonna. By the way, we will make this playlist available to you. I don't know why you would want to listen to this stuff. (laughs) Again, that's why we do this work for you. Um, But if you want to listen to it and judge for yourself, go right ahead. We'll leave it in the show notes. Okay. All right. So this first song here. (laughs) Uh, is called Jimmy Jimmy. This is from True Blue, 1986. Whatever that is, I like it. I get, yeah. why, oh, why, oh, why, oh, why, oh, why? That's okay. That does not excuse the synth congas. <laughs> I will say that. I will say that. Yeah, the I just I I have a a sour spot in my heart for any like fifties like doo wop influenced eighties music. 
like I like oh Mickey you're so fine or yeah. like you know the Moni Moni cover it, I I it does sound very Moni Moni yeah. yeah and I felt like I had to include something from the eighties to round out the list yeah you can tell I mean again that ho- like that little hook <clears throat> it's it's catchy her voice sounds good she's got that eighties you know that eighties vibe that eighties sheen you can smell it. Um, but it does sound like the soundtrack to an animatronic sock hop. <laughs> it, it, it's like a theme song for a, a Poderosa steakhouse. You know, it's just and get our zesty salads over here. They're nine ninety nine all day. <laughs> like yeah, you know, yeah. it just uh, big like Red Lobster sort of energy. Big Red Lobster energy. Yeah, but I, I don't even know if it's enough for the Olive Garden. Um, <laughs> But there are synth instruments on the on this song that I had never heard before. So definitely the synth synth Cuban drums, <laughs> like <laughs> synth xylophone. Actually, synth xylophone she, we've heard before at some point. I think she might use the Cuban drums on La Isla Bonita. Yeah, which is a great song. <laughs> yeah, I know another great song. It, it's honestly this one's not that bad, but it's it's no, not that great. I think it's the worst of the the worst of the batch for her '80s stuff, though. Yeah, you know, that I, shows how good her '80s stuff is. It's really strong. I mean, have you heard the Immaculate Collection? Yeah, like, it just goes on and on. It's just insane. It, I know. Bless the Virgin Madonna. <laughs> uh, um, but yes, you know, lyrically too, it's just like a Shangri-La '50s girl group hey, throwback. The of Shangri-Las like, are fucking great yeah but you know just like ooh, a bad boy and he's leaving town that's great i love that what all right because it's great okay leader of the pack yeah but it was of its time you know what i mean uh, well i listen i'm trying to bring back girl groups in the year of our lord 2020 so like i of its time what is time anyway we're all living in a fucking hallucination all right so i guess this song was a wash i guess it's good <laughs> i'm apparently. sorry i like this song it's i don't love this song but i i don't have anything really bad to say about it i just find it pretty repetitive and annoying and it's it's one chord other than the other than the little hook yeah. which is like a, a two-bar hook yep. and other than that it's just like it's just come on it's corny it's corny it's corny yeah Okay. She, her 80s stuff is generally much better than this, I'd say, you know? Yeah. Just think of any of the hits. I know. Well, like, think how this compares to, like, Borderline or... Ugh, borderline. I just... Ugh, I love that song. I yeah. love... I. This is a throwaway filler Madonna track. Yes, it is. Which still, honestly, is not that bad. But, okay. <laughs> sure. All right. Let's move on to the next one. Hanky Panky yeah. <laughs> of the Dick Tracy uh, soundtrack. Yeah, I'm breathless. Also, did you did you know, I didn't know this until I did this whole listen to every Madonna song thing. Yeah. Did you know Vogue is on the Dick Tracy soundtrack? Why, oh, why, oh, why, oh, why, oh, why? Uh, literally, why? That makes absolutely no sense I, at all. I don't know. It just is. Okay. It's the closing track. On Dick Tracy. Why? Yeah. She did the whole soundtrack. I mean, that I understand. Yeah. It's like Prince's Batman. You know? Yeah, no, that was the time to do it. That the was early, the time to do that it. That was when they were letting pop stars do entire soundtracks. Yeah. In, the, in 1990. Yep. That Okay, well, let's listen to fucking outside. <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say. All right, let's listen to Hanky Panky here. This is, you know, some fun little light BDSM fanfic featuring <laughs> Madonna. Spank me. Tie my hands behind my back and ooh, I'm in ecstasy. 
Nothing like a good spanking. There's nothing like it. Mm-mm. <laughs> she has a lot of lyrics later in her career about yes. getting spanks too. She I noticed that too. But at least she's—that's one way she's consistent. <laughs> <laughs> one of the only ways. Uh, yeah, that's something. Just some some jazz hands and some light. You know, it's like it's like cherry pop and daddy's played Ooh, on the Casio. Oh yeah, like that's basically what it is. Yeah, and then lyrics about getting spanked by Warren Beatty. <laughs> <laughs> what a fantasy! <laughs> what a beautiful fantasy. Also, a dark twisted fantasy. Uh, also, don't give me no kisses. I could get that from my sister. I mean, literally, she wants you to go straight into the paddling is what she's saying. Like, mm-hmm. no time for pleasantries, you know, direct, do not pass go, do not collect $200, paddle her ass. All right. So, you know what? Get she's a woman who knows boring. what she wants. <laughs> uh, yeah, it definitely gave me, like, high school musical rendition of Chicago vibes. Like, <laughs> yeah. This is definitely like an Ash- actual high school musical. Yes. Yeah. yeah, precisely that. Ashley Simpson is doing the lead. <laughs> <laughs> Roxy. <laughs> yeah, I don't, it's, it's, it's definitely not good. It's definitely not good. I understand that she's supposed to be in character on this album, you know, but it's just as cheesy as music can get. Yeah. Yeah, still that Red Lobster, you know, heavy Red Lobster yeah. vibe, prepackaged, very canned. Nothing feels organic about it. Everything came out of like a a 20-gallon Cisco drum. It's not great. It's not great. Uh, have you seen Dick Tracy? No. I, I haven't seen it since <laughs> I was like five years old, so I've never understood it. Okay. Great. <laughs> um, great segment. We yeah, did great segment. there. Yeah, that's right, awesome. the end. <laughs> uh, it's supposed to be bad, right? I don't know. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> it looks cool. The colors are very bright. I remember that. Everyone's wearing neon suits. All right. <laughs> Al Pacino, he had his face was all fucked up. I remember that. Okay, cool. Yeah. that That's our new segment. Uh, <laughs> Heather and Mike discuss uh, things that they don't know anything about. <laughs> has this been another episode of I Love Films? I Love Films. <laughs> <laughs> the juxtaposition of the lyrics and the music, too. You know, like, this is just the... Yeah, dinner theater. Spank my ass more! Interesting. She figured it out on the next album, how to... It is sometimes awkward. Like, Madonna really goes there in, with her sexual lyrics sometimes. Yeah. Um, but she kind of, you know, suffers from the same shit Miley Cyrus suffers from sometimes. A little overshare. Where it's, a yeah, overshare. Where it's a little, like, it, it, be, it, it, it crosses the line from being actually sexy into being, like, a little bit revolting. Yeah. Especially um, when it is, like, your mom. I don't know. She's the age of our parents. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it gets a little weird. But let her live. <laughs> it's true. It's let true. old women have sexuality, okay? Sure. Well, she was young here. You yeah, know? that's true. She's so pretty... let her get spanked. Maybe, yeah. She maybe she needs it. She deserves it. This song's kind of it's kind of it's kind of cat soundtrack a little tracky a little bit. Oh, yeah. Don't insult Madonna like that. All right. <laughs> Dude, this is no macavity. All right. <laughs> um, let's. Did we talk about Cats? Oh, we did. We talked about. I last haven't seen episode. it. I won't see it. Whatever. Uh, we talked about it in the last episode. It's too much. All right, let's move on to the third worst, not third worst, the seventh worst. Whatever you know what I mean. The next the one, eighth worst. Yeah. Well, no, because 
Oh yeah, ten. Ten nine yeah. eight. Yep. Yep. Can, yep. Great. Doing great. I. You know how much I love math. That's another <laughs> regular segment. Heather does math. Oh, we didn't do the is Madonna a piece of shit? But I feel like the answer is no. Not really. Um, no. She's maybe. She's a white woman, so in that way, yes. <laughs> she's like. Uh, she's like. She's like. I put her on the same sort of category as Bono. Yeah. You know, charitable but pompous. Yep. Uh, you know, iconic. Out of touch a little bit. Iconic, and iconic. but weird about it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Another great segment. Okay. We are <laughs> killing it, guys. Uh, let's <laughs> move on to the next one, which is called Dark Ballet. This is one of the weirdest songs. It, it, this is six and a half songs. I don't know which clip to play. Cause it's, yeah, you should play the Swan Lake part. <laughs> this is the Katamari Damasi of songs. It's just, let's just throw more shit in there. They are so naive. They think we are not aware of their crimes. It's not working. It is not. None of that is working. No. 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 This is where it does get real bad, guys. It's for sure bad now. <laughs> so, Madam X was her attempt at Baroque pop, I think. This is her trying to be FKA Twigs or something. No. Um, but with like a Latin influence, there's a lot of singing in Spanish and Portuguese on this album. A lot or of Madonna, Italian, a lot of Madonna in Italian too. Yeah, but there's other songs. Uh, yeah, she's, oh, no. she's a very a little international flavor on this one. Except she literally grew up in New York, <laughs> so um, she's not. She is Italian American, but she's not Portuguese. She's not Spanish. The first track on the album, Medellin, Medellin, uh, not fe- Magdalene. No. Uh, but weird. Uh, it's one. Or there's actually three uh, collaborations between her and this guy Maluma, and he's like a young Latin performer. And like, there's all these rumors swirling about them. Go get it, Madonna. Go, go, fuck a young L- Latino, like a beautiful young boy. Suck his life's blood. Yeah. Do whatever you need to but do, she, but exactly. don't make this music. Don't the, do this. Then she's like, "I'm gonna do your music, but I'm gonna put." By the way, I looked it up. It is from the Nutcracker. It is a Nutcracker. Yeah. Um, that song, lyrically, she's like writing from the perspective of Joan of Arc. Is is that what that's supposed to be? Uh, yeah. Yeah, and then but then it ends with this weird spoken word, which we heard the beginning of. Oh God! Where she sounds like a half-rate, like fake Disney witch that's like about to curse a baby first. You'll be cursed with blindness forever. (laughs) Like what the fuck? Then uh, you'll be cursed with blindness. It's more like (laughs) 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 fake French pseudo Italian bullshit. And like I'm trying to figure out what she's talking about in the spoken word part. Like I almost feel like she's. Addressing the Epstein conspiracy. I don't know. Because she says they are so naive. They think we are not aware of their crimes. We know, but we are just not ready to act. The storm isn't in the air. It's inside of us. Like, is this QAnon? I don't 
think so. <laughs> I want to tell you about love and loneliness, but it's getting late now. Can't you hear outside of your Supreme hoodie the wind that's beginning uh... to howl? That is the fucking whoosh <laughs> right <laughs> over your head thinking that any of this was going to be taken seriously. Like I, I I'm blown away by the by the ability to be like simultaneously like fucking like just like theatrical and like so goofy and ridiculously over the top like a caricature of like like a bad fake Disney villain villainess and <laughs> like and also managed to be like sanctimonious and like you know we understand we're the real ones who see the real lies between the real wise eyes guys you know like it maybe it is QAnon <laughs> actually it might be. I don't think so I think it's just her trying to you know virtue signal and be fake woke by saying that yeah. she under that she gets it without actually having anything to get yeah it's always a little vague like super vague you know I don't know what but if I, you... I don't trust uh, Madonna to have working class solidarity. No. You know what I mean? I and... mean, she grew up working class, but that was a very, it was a long, a time, long ago. time ago. It was a long time ago. Lifetimes ago. Yeah, she's right. She's She's been immaculately conceived many times since then. Yeah, I just, I think that's her kind of trick is that she's like, well, if I, you know, if I um, paint this with a very broad, watery brush, then maybe you won't notice that there's actually, I'm I'm not painting anything. (laughs) Like, there's no picture here, you know what I mean? Like, if you keep it just, you know, just vague enough, um, then you can claim to be deep and just say that nobody got it. Yeah. Uh, But it really, there's not much to get. Well, I think she really thinks she's fighting the good fight, too. Like, you know, (laughs) with this... Uh, feminist imagery, the Joan of Arc stuff, and just the... And, like, Madonna is a feminist icon in a lot of ways, but she's also, unfortunately, a white feminist icon who really hasn't done a lot of that work to be, uh, you know, thoughtful about intersectionality or, like, thoughtful about the stories that she's telling or the languages and accents she's appropriating or the, you know... Or, or, the, and... or the other, like, a lot of black artists that she's gotten to collaborate with her, including Mickey Blanco on this album, I think, mm-hmm. um, you know, who is the black trans artist like one of my favorite artists who I think it's all well intentioned but like what actually is the intention like even we'll we'll talk about it today you know Nicki Minaj and other artists there's a song she does with Lil Wayne where it's like she's trying to look like she is with it and she's hip and she gets it um, without actually doing any of the work to get there you know what I mean it's unearned a little bit yeah she definitely is at her worst when she's trying to do rap uh, or so we haven't even talked about that like dark carnival fucking vocorder shit. Like we didn't even talk about that. We just skipped yeah, right over that. Well, I, that's crazy. We talked a little bit about. It. We didn't mention that. Yes, it was all vocoder. That was crazy. Uh, what was the What was the goal? She was trying to evoke um, a clockwork orange. Okay. Why? <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's you know this is one of many. Madonna songs produced by uh, Mirwais uh, Ahmadzai, uh, a, a guy she's collaborated with a lot. That I think, and in, in he's a bad influence on Madonna. <laughs> to be honest with you, uh, he produced the the whole album music, and he produced all of American Life. Yeah, um, those aren't great albums. And she didn't really those albums. 
are not great. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely get into that. It's it, but you're like in the sense that it sucked any momentum out of her potentially coming back into relevance. Yeah, well, when she came back into relevance, I feel like with the confessions on the dance floor yeah. by working with a different producer. Right, like this guy definitely Wasn't it Timberland that she worked with on that. No, that was on Hard Candy. Oh yeah, oh the Timber Brothers on Hard Candy. <laughs> uh, yeah, t- the Timber Brothers and Pharrell <laughs> and Pharrell. Um, the Neptune. Always a good idea. Uh, yeah, a great idea when when you're old Madonna. Yeah, but it, again, similarly, just appropriate. Yeah, what other people and that's kind of she's weird. Appro- she's appropriated it, black music for a long time. She's appropriated just black music, but she's also is. appropriated. What's interesting is that there's a piece of like a reappropriate or like appropriating from pop stars that probably got a lot of their influence originally from early Madonna. Yeah. So it's kind of like this like regurgitation, you know, cycle where she's like, okay, well they're now what's popular even though they took a lot of you know what made them popular from my original like playbook but instead of sticking to like I guess what I'm good at I'm gonna then go back and like pillage from from them I don't know it's weird it's it's just a very weird 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 song it feels very strange well I think it's like She's trying to be weird on Madame X. Like some of the songs are more successful than others. Like I did, I didn't. I don't think this is her worst album, um, but it's definitely her most transparently like try hard. Yeah, like, really. I need to be edgy. Really trying to be edgy and and uh, outside the box, and it, it's. So you need to get back in that box, Madonna, or like, yeah. or, you know, we can make the box a little bigger. And more comfortable for you, but it's it, we don't need vocoders and fucking spoken word on the same track. Mm-mm. There's like six and a half songs on that on that song, and, yeah. and most of them are bad songs, and they're just all layered on top of each other. It doesn't make any. It's, she, it's not good. She said she doing was, too much. She said she was trying to do like a Bohemian Rhapsody almost on this one. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Does, so the critics, what did the critics say about this album? M- mixed. Yeah. The Madge stands. The hardcore, the pop heads. Yeah. Are, you ever go to r slash pop heads? No. It is only gay men who post there. Wonderful. They're all huge Madonna stands in general on that board. Um, she's like the holy grail. Uh, and they love this album. Okay. They, Interesting. But Maybe I'll give it a chance. But this is not the song to enter into. I don't think it's as good as they think it is on pop heads. I think this I album like the fact is I very think awkward. The fact that she collaborated with Mickey Blanco is very interesting. To She's me. definitely done some neat collaborations. She's like you said, you talked about bitch and Madonna. That was a Sophie collaboration. She's, yeah. She, uh, she, you know, yeah, she's, I mean, she's got the connections. No one's going to yeah. say no to a Madonna No one is going to say, I know. Except I, Mariah Carey. Really? Sworn enemy. Really? I'm pretty sure, yeah. She's, she has a couple pop, pop world beefs that are, like, really intense. All right, here's a list of her feuds. Apparently, um, Elton John, David Letterman, I don't know if these are really true. This is just Sandra Bernhard, <laughs> Arsenio Hall, Mark Wahlberg. Oh, because Mark Wahlberg reportedly used a homophobic slur to refer to a member of Madonna's entourage at a party in 1993. All right. Wow. Here we go. It is Mariah, Mariah Carey's one. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Madonna said in 1996 that Mariah Carey's music wasn't art and that if she had to sing Mariah Carey's songs, she'd kill herself. Wow. Uh, um, they have never reconciled. Wow. That is a really shitty thing to say, Madonna. What the fuck are you talking about, dude? Mariah Carey's like an amazing vocalist. Apparently, Madonna has a feud with Dead Mouse. Also, Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> Elton John. Janet Jackson's the other one I was trying to think oh. of. Janet Jackson and Madonna hate each other. 
I guess because Madonna tried to date Michael Jackson in the early 90s. Ooh. Also, apparently Madonna and Prince. Um, I didn't know about that. She dated him briefly also. She, I don't know. I don't know if this Prince. is... Apparently she dated Prince very, very briefly. Whatever. This is me reading some trash tabloid on the internet. So anyway, and point is... Cher, and Cher also. Cher. That's the big three. Oh. Mariah, Cher, and... Janet Jackson. And Janet. And honestly, you have to choose a side. You have to choose a side. I choose not Madonna in that one. <laughs> I, 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 I'm I, kidding. I don't think you have to choose a side. <laughs> um, but I do think that's interesting, right? She's Madonna. Bitch, she's Madonna. She All the gay can, icons. She can. I know. What the fuck? Yeah. And a lot of women of color. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, Madonna. It's not nice to tell someone that their music isn't art, although we do that. Uh, literally every, every, day. <laughs> every fucking episode. Jesus Christ. All right, let's move on to the next one. This next one is called Incredible. It is off of Hard Candy, the aforementioned collaboration with the Timber Brothers, a.k.a. Justin Timberlake and yeah. uh, Timberland, who are, in fact, brothers. This one, I think, <laughs> is produced by the Neptunes, I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. So this is another one that we're a little split on, apparently. We're split. I I hate this song. I think it's okay. I think it's pretty good, actually. I, I don't mind the... I think the hook is pretty good. I think the hook is bad, and it's a problem because it gets stuck in your head. Like, it really lodges itself in there. Incredible. But it's, it's, that's not even... That's the bridge. The, the, the hook, though, of just like, can't touch my hand around it, can't put my finger on, can't... That's that's uh, that's a weak hook. I don't know. I mean, it might be a weak hook in the Madonna like you know library, but to be honest, this weak Madonna hook is a good somebody else's hook. I don't know. I I I still think it's pretty. It's pretty good. It's pretty infectious. It's I love I love the production on it. Do you those? It sounds it's very shimmery. fruity loopsy. The drums. The just yeah, the... I guess the drums. The drums are very uh, like drum topper. You know, there's not a full drum there. It's just a you know. Um, I don't know though. It's I and it's the same drum beat through the whole song, which is six minutes long. It just repeats endlessly. Uh, yeah, the main problem with this song, I would definitely say, is the length. Because that's when I was texting you about how I liked this song. And I thought it was the end of the song. Like, I assumed it was ending. And I realized it was only halfway through. And it's like a six, over six minute long song. Yeah. Which for something like that, which is just kind of like a pretty mindless, like, pop hook. That it does not need to be longer than two minutes, really. Two and a half minutes. I don't think that she really fits with the production style uh, in general, Timber Brothers or Neptunes. And this is also like 2008. This is sort of when those producers' styles had already started like falling by the wayside, you know? Yeah. I I feel like their time was really the early 2000s. Yeah, yeah. And she was a little bit late to the party. Um, I think that's kind of the, that's the theme with a lot of this stuff is where she's a little bit late to the party. Yeah, she's late to the party. It's a bad album cover. It's a bad fit. Yeah, the uh, album cover is really kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't read 
well it's just it's her in a in a black vinyl like bodysuit kind of like looking like a sex doll yeah. sort of uh and, and she's 50 years old ladies and gentlemen yeah. i think on that i mean cover. you yeah right right she does not want you to think that that's why she's covering her entire body in black vinyl i guess yeah. i don't know and caution tape or and, something yeah. is there caution tape there's, there's something some, like that yeah. um I think it, it's another one of those songs, too, where it's like she couldn't just stick with one idea. Like she had to do like six different, you know, songs like you have this like shimmery kind of like electro pop and then you have like aggressive, happy, hardcore for some reason. And then like weird R&B. But you could just stick with one. I mean, that's what she used to do was stick with the shimmery electro pop. And it was great. Or like stick with like you don't have to do six songs in one song to be innovative it's just not i don't know she it again feels very kind of desperate yeah um, and yeah rhyming incredible with metaphysical i'm just <laughs> ugh, come on this one is uh hard candy is considered by many of her fans to be her worst album for me it's american life but i think there's a case to be made for hard candy although this is the only song from hard candy on the list i believe yeah. I mean, I, I, I did not think it was that bad, but I have not listened to the rest of the album. So, you know, that's just... I didn't think it, I didn't think the album was that bad in general. I thought it was pretty mediocre. Um, but I don't think it's a good fit. I don't think... Yeah. I don't I don't think those, those paths should have crossed. And I think it was, at, at the time, came off as like a, a grasp at relevance yeah. that was a little... It, it, it was out cheap. of... Yeah, cheap. Yeah, it was a little cheap. Yeah, I'll give you that. All right, let's move on. Uh, we are down to number five, I believe, right? Yeah, five. This is number six. God damn it. All right, so this is number six. This is Illuminati. It's not platinum encrypted corners. It's not ISIS or the Phoenix. Pyramids of Egypt don't make it into something sort It's not Steve Jobs or Bill Gates. It's not the Google of the United States. It's not Bieber or LeBron, Clinton or Don, or anyone you love to hate. I'll see eyes watching tonight. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody in the party shining like Illuminati. So the thesis of the song is uh, the Illuminati's not real. It's just me and my friends dancing at a club, which also all of my friends are the most powerful people <laughs> in the world. I thought she was saying the Illuminati is real. They're benevolent. Leave them alone. <laughs> They're doing cool magic. (laughs) The founding fathers started it. Oh, yeah. And they never made any mistakes. Yeah, literally, it's the Enlightenment that started it all. The founding fathers wrote it down on a wall, and now the media is misleading us all, turning right into wrong. Um, Yeah, millionaires and billionaires controlling everything is good. It's good. I'm friends with them. We're tight. (laughs) They're good people. What are you talking about? (laughs) Jeffrey Epstein killed himself yeah. it, it was a cut and dry cut and dry situation yeah nothing to see nothing here. to see here it's not steve jobs or bill gates it's not google or the united states it's not bieber or lebron clinton or <laughs> obama is that what it is mm-hmm. or anyone you love to hate and then so there's so then what what is it it's she her never says it's just her it's just it's her and all of her other friends they're doing 
cool eyes wide shut orgies and we're not know. invited but she wants us to know that they're all cool yeah <laughs> Epstein was doing some some rituals on the island right he, he had the temple there and shit oh my god I don't need to think about that <laughs> I don't I don't want to go down that road no but I mean the 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 powerful they get into this spooky stuff it is, yeah. you know, it, I, but it's just weird to me that she's saying, yeah, like, yeah, it's real and, and chill out about it. Yeah, it's real. No big deal. It's also just it's not a, a party. It's just a party. It's a party. Um, It's also just not a very good song. No. And it, and it, again, it sounds like her voice is pretty weak. It's very processed. It's it's very vocorded and um, lots of lots of bells and whistles. Yeah, that's a that's a thing I noticed in the later Madonna albums is that she really is losing her voice. I thought actually, sad. I thought on Hard Candy, I thought the last song, um, Incredible, I actually thought her voice sounded stronger than it had um, on other on other tracks. But well, in general, Hard, Hard Candy was twelve years ago. Oh wow! Yeah, God, Madonna. Mm-hmm. Just retire with the rest of your Illuminati friends and secretly control the world from whatever, you know, island or uh, magical temple you need to do so from and just give yourself a little break. I think she wants one more iconic classic album and she's going to keep trying for it. That's the sense that I get. I know, but she's that's trying to even strike worse. that chord because every album is different than the last. She's trying a different approach, yeah. but the last few just haven't. But that's been kind of the problem. And I think in the past she just did so with more confidence and more savviness, and mm-hmm. and and uh, I bought it more. She was you know? more tuned in. I think right. she really was. Uh, you know, when she did Vogue, when she did Erotica, I think she really was going to. Mm-hmm. Balls, balls yeah and stuff you know she was actually she wasn't just like getting tips from Gwyneth Paltrow yeah. about how to uh, aerate her vagina in the sun <laughs> exactly <laughs> just direct direct beams actually no she hates Gwyneth Paltrow <laughs> oh that's right that's another, another person she hates yeah, yeah for some reason it doesn't matter because they're they're bullshit they're rival bullshit artists war. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man yeah, I I was kind of saying that I didn't think this was that bad, but if you actually think about the lyrical content, and the messaging behind it, it's it it's not good. It's definitely not good, and it's not a good song to to redeem it. I mean, I think the the beat's not great. I don't think it's I don't think it's a good song other than lyrics either. I think that she rips off the melody to "I'm on a boat." Yeah, to T Pain's part in "I'm on a boat." <laughs> It's a big blue watery road. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Um, Yeah, there's definitely a few of these songs that it it does feel very like ripped off. Um, And that's, I had not thought about that connection, but (laughs) that's a deep cut. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on. Okay. Let's have a little break. I'm ready for a break. Uh, We'll be right back. All right. All right, guys, we're back, and mm-hmm. we are so stupid. <laughs> we, we're fucking so stupid. I don't know what to tell you. Um, but let's listen to Madonna tell us how stupid she is. Um, and when somebody tells you who they are, believe them. Yeah. Here we go. This is I'm So Stupid off of American Life.
I was stupid, but I'm better now. But I'm better now. I used to live in a bubble. Yeah, I used to live in a bubble. I used to be fame obsessed. You know, I used to be cut off from the the, tr- the real problems of the world, but not anymore. Not anymore. Now, no. now I'm sitting in the front row of Hamilton and texting the whole time. <laughs> I've learned. <laughs> I've grown. Ugh. Now I'm now I'm posting weird videos where I call my son the N word. <laughs> Okay, yeah. So you did a little research I during did. the break. I was like, there's got to be some more recent like controversies of, of Madonna that I'm forgetting about or like didn't know about. And, and those are a few. Those are a few interesting ones. Yeah, she's got quite the, quite quite a few blind spots, quite a few uh, problematic white woman blind spots. She yes. does have uh, kids. And mm-hmm. she referred to one of her kids, who was a uh, you know a young man of color, as the N word in a in a video on Instagram. Can your son give you an N word pass? I don't think so. I don't no. think so. No. 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 I'm sure. Also, it just can you picture Madonna like sixty like. This, I don't know. Maybe she was fifty-five-year-old Madonna, like being like, "Yeah, what up, my N word?" Oh, like, she did the A. No, no, I don't think she did the A. I don't, I don't know art. if it was she, a hard R. She hard R'd her own son. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's stu- It's so bad, dude. It's just it's very so stupid. It's very dumb. Um, yeah, and God, how stupid is this fucking song? It's so fucking boring. If they're allowed to say it, then yeah. I should be allowed to say it too. <laughs> that no, it doesn't work that way, Madonna. It does not work that you don't get it through osmosis. And also, that shouldn't be the first thing you go out and do. Like, yay, this is I've been waiting this whole time. You know, yeah. it's just like Morrissey saying, <laughs> saying uh, "Negro" on his new album. <laughs> it's just like, yep, gotta run immediately cash this and start just like you know what did she do after this great awakening she's talking about in american life you know how did she separate herself from the fame and the artifice no, in no way in no did way she do that whatsoever she, there's no sacrifices there's no uh humility there's no and and part of that is like bitch i'm madonna she can get away with anything uh she doesn't make apologies man she doesn't need to explain herself but she can she can start feuds with whoever she wants and she can, you know, just do some flagrant ass dumb shit all the time. Um, Woke Madonna is the worst. It's very, it's because ve- literally, what did she, what did she, what, what did she wake? Well, this so, uh, all of America. That, so, what was the 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 song before this? Illuminati. That was on the album that had the picture of her on the front with the with like the ropes on her face uh rebel heart yes and like she also posted pictures of nelson mandela and martin luther king wearing with the same like ropes on their face oh, god who does she think to she like is? equate herself to civil rights leader like uh, and to, to nelson uh, mandela and i i take it all back zombies i'm so sorry this is what happens when i don't do enough of my outrage research ahead of time <laughs> you gotta have those in your back pocket but um yeah dude, dude madonna she needs to take several seats it's time it's time to say goodbye and i think you're right unfortunately mike she's gonna keep doing fucking middling bullshit like this forever until she gets that last hit which honestly she doesn't really deserve at this point (laughs) yeah this one american life is really rough it's my least favorite madonna album because it's like it's 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 this terrible combination of her um 
looking outward and commenting on yeah. uh, on current events like from a very ignorant lens. A very again vague and you know surface level and just saying words without any depth and yeah. then no introspection. No, actually I was going to say it's a combination of both. It's it's weak false uh you know looking outward and then also like very hollow introspection this is like her like this confessional th- album where she has songs about her parents and about like oh. and i'm so stupid about like oh you know the, i'm commenting on my place in the world but like it's no, you're still not. it's still you're not saying anything it still is very so like egocentric and like it's almost the the sum effect is that you get the sense that she really does feel like the world revolves around her. Yeah. Like she's the actual Madonna. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the music is so bad on this album. The guitar with the oh, like... Oh, man. The very jarring yeah. like, uh, you know, synthetic drums. Like that is the sound of the album. And it's so boring. It is terrible and so dated. This is definitely yeah. the most dated sounding Madonna album um, American Life. Like, she sounds timeless on a lot of other stuff. She sounded... Ti- all her 80s stuff is timeless. You know, the fucking Confessions on the Dance Floor is timeless. Like, those songs, I thought and, were... And not just timeless, I think effortless. I think that's the piece of it, you know? It's when you get to see, you know, the, how the sausage gets made, and all of a sudden you're like, I, I don't want to know how sausage gets made. I just want to eat it. I want it to be tasty. I don't, I don't want to pay attention to this shit. I don't want to see her working at it. I want it. And that is a very tall order. That is definitely, like, maybe an unrealistic standard to hold. But she is the the queen she, of pop. She's so. risen to it time and time again. She has. And she's been written off throughout her career and, and generally, right. you know, through various phases of it, come back. Like, people wrote her off. After uh, like a virgin, you know, they they was like they thought her her time was up, and then she dropped like a prayer. People wrote her off in the '90s, and then she came out with fucking Ray of Light. Yeah, like people but, wrote her off in the 2000s. She came out with Confessions on the Dance Floor, but through the 2010s, it hasn't she, come back. It did not happen. It's for not her. happening. And I think the more the more desperately she tries, the more obvious that it's desperate. And the and no matter how good even a song could be, uh, even if she gets a a good track in here you know a track here or there that's that's good that's a good pop song just the the sheer like work that you see her putting into it the desperation of it really kind of makes it so you can't surrender yourself to the pop fantasy it's not i don't think she i don't think she's gonna get it i don't know maybe she'll have a black star but what could yeah like what could it be (laughs) i don't know i don't like i don't think she's capable of a black star i don't think no i look Again, bless Madonna for all that she has bestowed upon us. For we have sinned. But as a lyricist, it's not in general. She's not going to be able to do that that sort of pathos, right? Uh, And being the pop chimera, like pop doesn't even know what pop is anymore. Like we don't even know. It's it's hard to absorb. Like an identity that's so fragmented at this point too, just in how music has has shifted and the music industry has shifted. Yeah. So pop music can mean so many things now in 2020. There's no like thing that she can, you know, chameleonize herself into like one thing. It's all things. It's so many things. And I also I just think the stuff that does make up pop these days is not really her lane. It shouldn't no. be her lane. You know, trap. <sighs> EDM, no. Madonna is not best no. Madonna. No, it's sure not. It's not. It's just it just doesn't work. I don't know. 
You know, and it's it kind of sucks. She never had that signature sound that Prince or David Bowie. Did I know that's what I was thinking, on. right? And I think they made they pop took notes from them, whereas Madonna took notes from from pop in some ways. Well, again, yeah, I think she took notes from pop, but at her best was her like still like putting her stamp on it, like yeah. owning it and doing it better than everyone else. Right. That's. You know, I don't think and and let's one thing that we really haven't talked a lot about, but that I think also is is pretty like, you know, important to understanding Madonna's popularity and her like influence on the culture is also her live performances and her visuals and the things beyond just the songs themselves, mm-hmm. but also like how she presented herself. Yeah. Um, her looks and her looks, her stunning looks. Her, yes. And constantly evolving, provocative fucking looks. fashion. Yeah. And 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 doing you know, and being an actress and being, you know, she did a lot of other things um, besides making just straight, you know, music. Um, and yeah, this is just, it's not it, Madonna. It's not it. Mm-mm. It's not it. American Life is definitely not it. Go listen to the Jukebox Zeroes episode. Yeah. With uh, with with Rock Candy, um, where they do American Life, and you'll see for yourself. It is. A horrific album. It is a horrible, horrible album. It's not okay. And there's people out there that stand for it, and maybe I'll get a negative review for even saying this, but, like, God, like, I don't understand that viewpoint. No. I don't understand how you can hear American Life, any of the songs on it, and... Be, like, sick. Be like, yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. Oh, dude, she's... Madonna's really back. Stupid. I think everyone wants to see it for her. Maybe just so then, then she can go away afterwards. It's like... I would love if she did a Black Star. Yeah. I am just... I don't want to get my hopes up too much. Yeah, that's fair. It's been a lot of bad albums... In a row. Uh, yeah. Yes. And uh, speaking of which. <laughs> a lot of bad songs in a row, too. Let's do another one. Yeah. So this one, initially, we had one other song, but I, I kind of pushed back on it because it was just, it was fine. I don't know. It's, again, what is fine? What is truth? What is pop? What is love? Is this the first song we're doing off of MDNA? This yeah. album really fucking blows. This one is, this was this is full EDM pop Madonna, and it's a bad Madonna look. Madonna dubstep dude it's not great so we're gonna listen to that right now you get to live this disaster with us stoppies it's called gang bang <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you do with that, man? Yeah. Um, this one I'm gonna admit kind of worked for me until the dubstep breakdown. Oh, I don't know about that. I mean, it's just it's a dubstep murder revenge fantasy, but it's just so fu- it's fucking boring. Yeah, it's so boring and so long. Even though, like, how long is it? It it's just feels it like, feels very long. It's like five minutes. Yeah, it's five minutes something. Uh yeah no the dubstep breakdown and then the, like another song with like spoken word at the end and uh the line if you if you're gonna act like a bitch then you're gonna die like a bitch and uh, uh, shut your dad like what was with yeah. the gunshot sound effects and the sirens and very atmospheric um 
Yeah, I I think you know maybe doing a little too much, a little too much. Oh, too. I would say so. Jesus fucking Christ, this um, is this is so. It's so stupid. It's like one of those heart attack burgers that just you know nobody needs to eat that. You don't need seven patties. You don't need you know bacon on it and fried egg and mozzarella sticks. You just don't. But what do you think of the the techno beat stuff? I like, think it's fucking think it's boring. Well, I think it's so boring. I think it's so also just. It's imperceptible that it, that would be a Madonna song. Like, I feel like that's it's just a nameless club track. Like, there's nothing iconic about that. There's nothing Queen of Pop about that. Yeah, it's very it's very fucking one note. It's definitely no uh, hung up, you know, in terms of club crossover stuff when no. she's dipped into the how into house music or you know when she was doing uh, down you know down tempo stuff or the te- she was doing techno on Ray of Light, and I do think this is. Poorly executed uh, yeah. for that sort of crossover, which is a, a disappointing because she's she's done it well before. Yeah. Do you want? What is it this different about? I don't MDNA. Like why? I was gonna say maybe let's play a clip from the other song that we were gonna choose. To uh, I don't give a because okay. either of them I honestly think they're interchangeable. They're both bad, but bad for different reasons. And maybe that'll help us piece together this this question because it it doesn't actually make. A lot of sense. It's, it's I mean, yeah. Yeah, like that's pretty bad too. That sucks, right? <laughs> yeah, really I was surprised you didn't want to do that one because it's Madonna rapping is worse Madonna. Ah, uh, you're right. Rapping Madonna is worse Madonna. Dubstep Madonna is also worse Madonna. Yeah, it's, they're all bad Madonnas. It's, MDNA is a very bad. We could definitely do this, an episode on MDNA. What's so weird about this one is that it's trying, like, it sounds like it's supposed to be a club track, but it's her complaining about being an ex-wife and raising children. And you get so much of that in 2010's Madonna. Like, so much of that. And it's uh, because you're old and and, and very famous and rich and you're talking about shaking your ass and multitasking and going to the gym and shit. Like, there's... So much talk about going to the gym and losing weight. That's so fucking boring. It is, right? It's really sad. But she's a material girl and that's what happens when a material girl becomes a material woman. Woman. Oh, God. Yeah. And And she, She just becomes like... A song like it, it just makes music this like a song version of the show Succession, you know, like just <laughs> it's just the the characters on that show and the ex the excess and the wealth and like the disconnection from yeah real real humanity. Because what is she saying? These lyrics, the lyrics are awful. They're just atrocious. And again, they're so like they're her trying to I guess be like, look at celebrities. They're just like us, you know. Connecting through the Wi-Fi, went from nerd to superb. Have you seen the new guy? I forgot the password. Gotta call the babysitter. Tweet in on the elevator. I could take a helicopter. What? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Immediately. See, it's succession. <laughs> yeah, dude. Succession where they're constantly traveling by helicopter for no good reason. <sighs> and then like, talking about her yeah, not I'm having a is... prenup and getting her stockings on. And I know. Fucking, it's stocking. She said the word stockings. It's ugly. That's it's... actually that's maybe one of the most egregious things. If you're trying to be young and hip, it's like a case for the guillotine. It's... Like this whole, <laughs> this the whole MDNA <laughs> album. Honestly, we went from being like, oh man, it's not so bad. Madonna's a legend. We love Madonna to, to kill her, <laughs> kill her in public. <laughs> no, okay, right. I'm not saying I want to guillotine Madonna, <laughs> but I'm saying that the things that Madonna has. Even for all the gifts that she's given us, maybe 
just the way that our society is structured, maybe it's just a little much that that happens. Yep. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. That you that you can become that far disconnected from like re- fucking reality. Yeah. Yeah. No. This is all. This is all very true. I. Uh, I'm y- glad this is a top eleven now, and that we added. Yeah, this song it's back a top in. eleven. I don't know because <laughs> I, I. I think. I mean, the thing is, is that they're both two sides of the same shitty coin, and the same shitty album. It's it's doing too much and somehow still doing too little and saying too little. Um, but with just all of these like ridiculous, uh, over the top, fucking, you know, tacky. Uh, bells and whistles that that it shows a very a distinct lack of vision I think is what it really is mm-hmm. um, and and that's quite unfortunate for somebody who you know you could rightly call a visionary in other ways um, yeah I also I feel more on the later stuff than on the earlier stuff like I feel a lot more the sense of leaning on the producer and the production itself. Yes, um, for sure. I don't know, guys, but we only have we have three songs left. Two, three. I, I don't know. Three, I can't right? count. Apparently, like I literally. Okay, <laughs> yeah, we, have, we have three left. Uh, okay, all right. Let's go on. This one is fucking wild. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wild. You want to talk about woke Madonna? Oh. God, this is insufferable. See how far we've fallen. <laughs> All right. We're going to go right on into this one, which is called Killers Who Are Partying. From uh, Madame X 2019. This is 2019. Yeah. This is just a mere few months ago. I will be gay if the gay you madonna <laughs> truly truly the the woman to hear our suffering to hear our plight and Bro, just to be a martyr to, a martyr for course. everyone who suffers for every group a continent <laughs> a con- i'm sorry yes i'm sorry an entire continent gets shot gets, down just shut down just gets shot down she will become that she'll become the she, continent madonna, of africa <laughs> how fucking grandiose how disgustingly how delusionally egotistical. white do you have to be oh my god and the word she's like uh, where did she come up with this stuff the gays getting burned bur- the gay if the gay the are gay, burned if the gay are burned <laughs> one one burn for <laughs> the whole gay if the gay uh <laughs> then burned <laughs> uh africa oh is getting shot down oh. uh i will be israel if they're incarcerated what are she like is that a uh, <laughs> Holocaust thing? Is she calling fucking (laughs) the deaths of six million Jews and their torture in concentration camps? Oh my god. It's just incarceration. Oh my god. Or or what? What is she even talking about? If If they send everyone in Israel to jail... Uh, she I'll, will. I'll be Native Indian if the Indian has been taken. <laughs> yeah, I'll be Islam if Islam is hated. Like, this stuff is all happening and has oh. happened. It is happening. How, how are you being it? 
Also, all sung in this in in this insufferable fake Italian accent over like basically that dumb Camila Cabello like Havana ooh la la song. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's just what it's horrible. Like the song itself on its own is awful. And then when you think about the lyrical content, and then you think about the dangerousness of that kind of thinking, that yeah. unshocking level of ignorance that, you know, this is this is beyond calling your child the N-word on Instagram. <laughs> like this is I I'll be Africa if Africa oh is it shut shut down I think it might be just shut down like one day they just shut down oh I thought it was shot down just like... shut, shut the door it like where would we be without Madonna rhetorically pretending to be oppressed for like it's like a white woman favorite well, pastime we would be in the 80s when she was making great music oh that's right that's I feel true. like she wasn't doing I feel like this is a transformation that happened around the late 90s when she got into a Kabbalah she got into like all that <sighs> wild Eastern Fake spiritualism, fucking gas up think, bullshit. Maybe even sooner, like before when she did Evita. That's when she first developed the fake British accent in the mid nineties when course. she was in Evita. Do you know that when she recorded the Evita soundtrack, and this is unprecedented and had never been done in an original cast recording, she insisted on uh, recording her vocals isolated from the rest of the cast um, so they couldn't hear her singing. What? Yeah. What a fucking what a fuck. God, Madonna. Uh, Look, she's a legend. I mean, she's name, allowed to be. Name I any guess. genius that's not crazy, but like what she's not allowed to be is Africa. <laughs> she's not allowed to be Africa or a, Islam or the gay or the gay <laughs> or the poor. If the poor are humiliated, uh, like what? If if that ever happens, uh, if the poor are ever humiliated. Uh, this is like I the equivalent of all of like the the white women in Boston. That's like, you know, listen, my grandfather was from Ireland, and we were slaves too. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> right. this is this is that. Yeah, it's oh man, Madonna. This came out. In, this is this, this is, year. This is Madonna. I'm not listening to this album. This is Madonna helping. This is this she is, thinks oh. she's helping, right? She thinks she's helping doing this by becoming poor <laughs> favorite. <laughs> the poor this is her showing uh working class solidarity yeah, this this is, is, <laughs> that's what it looks like when she tries that's to do what that. empathy looks like it's just saying you're you're a continent <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i uh, hate that didn't she actually adopt a child from africa well i think so right the one she called the n-word uh, oh no i thought that was the other one <laughs> oh, no no how many children did she call the n-word <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Hundreds, thousands, maybe. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Madonna, children. You know yeah. what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. It is. It's. It's. This should have never been allowed to be. Because that's the thing. When you get to this point where you're such a god of music, you, you ne- nobody can say no to you. You can't. Nobody will say no. I no, just, she is one of the untouchable ones. Yeah. No one said no to Prince either. You know. And he had a top ten too. It happens. They these these people live in their own worlds. Oh man, she's got a lot of black children that she's adopted. Well, she will be Africa if Africa <laughs> shot down. Apparently, that's you know. how she. Beca- that's how she becomes. That's how she Africa. becomes Africa. She just adopts <laughs> or black children. Mm. I, I guess you know. I, <sighs> I guess. Their lives are probably better than, I don't, I mean, I don't know. They're different lives than they would have had yeah. in Africa. 
definitely their mom's a lot more racist than she would have been. I don't know. Well, what are we supposed to say about that, Heather? I don't know. I but now I'm finding about controversies about her foster children. Oh no! Oh my! What kind of controversies? Uh, uh, that their father, the adopted twins' father, um, Adam birth fra- Wale, birth father, birth fa- father said uh, he thought that Madonna was only fostering them. I was told from the start that Esther and Stella were going to a rich woman's home abroad, that she would give them a good education, then return them to me to live with me and help my family. She stole these children? She might have stolen children! What the fuck? Oh, my God, dude. What, oh, dude. What the fuck, Oh, indeed? no, Madonna, Madge, what are you doing, honey? Wow. Oh, no. Wow. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. Um. Well, <laughs> shall we just move right on after that one? I don't know what else to say. Madonna maybe is a piece of shit, I guess. I take it all back. Well, this next song is just a <laughs> big old celebration of of, oh. of Madonna. It's yeah. just uh She really is good, good at celebrating time. herself, isn't she? She, she uh, loves is. She is. Nice that's little, what it's all about. That's what it's that all about. That is the signature Madonna move. It's... I just it just used to work before <laughs> she went so cuckoo. <laughs> She's fucking started stealing children, children out of Africa. God, just like Lindsay Lohan again. <laughs> they have so much in common. Wait, Lindsay Lohan stole children. Yeah, out of no, Lindsay Lohan tried to steal a child from. Um, she was in Greece, I think. She just tried to steal an immigrant woman's baby off the street. What? Yes. <laughs> Was this a trend? Is this a whole other... And she also spoke with a fake British accent. They are the Illuminati. Oh, my God. Yeah. We already know awful white people run society, but God damn. All right. So regardless of whether or not uh, Madonna stole some children. She did. Which she did. <laughs> Apparently. Turns out. That's why Regardless of the fact that she did <laughs> that steal she... chil- uh, at least one child from Africa. <laughs> from his Twins. No, they were twins. At least at two. At least two from their father's hands, from his arms. <laughs> Just ripped, wrenched them right out. Of wrenched them out. Of course, she denies this, but, you know. We know the truth. We're Madonna truthers now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've really done a 180. We sure have. Of course, the show. It always is this way, isn't it? We always just end up right right back at fucking, oh, God, this is, it, I don't. It's still not going to ruin her old stuff for me, but. No. No. But uh, we'll find some new things to, to ruin um, her image. We have two more songs. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so yes, yeah, so this oh, next no. one is a celebration of Madonna. Oh, that's right. Yeah, this is a big old celebration. Right. Self-congratulatory, uh, as ever. And the beat goes on. And the beat goes on. Here we go. This is B-Day song, also off of MDNA. And featuring MIA. Somehow. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. So, <laughs> this is like barely feels like a song. 
This is like a drunken jam sesh or something. Like, yeah. This is like a this is a woman, like a a twenty year old or twenty one year old woman jumping up on stage at the Hong Kong karaoke in Boston, going, "It's my fucking birthday, bitches!" <laughs> and then doing uh, Colt forty five and two zigzags yeah. by Afro Man. <laughs> basically what this is the required uh anthem of all drunk white women in boston doing karaoke um yeah i especially that this is a modern day you know madonna these are these are the albums we've been talking so much about how she can she's contrived and she's bending over backwards to try and reinvent herself and take all these things and you know try to still be relevant and this is you're not trying at all on this one madonna there is no attempt to do anything interesting on this this is literally you just saying i'm a happy girl in a happy world it's my birthday song. I like, want I want a diamond, don't give me a fake. I'll let you lick the frosting off my cake. Give me a spanking, start the day off right. Woo wee. Cuz it's my birthday, you'll be singing my song tonight. She does also have a fake British accent on the song. Yeah, oh, some of that's MIA saying oh. I'm a happy girl. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's MIA. That that's sense. her contribution to the song. I'm so glad you used MIA's talent, you know, truly to its, its she really proper didn't. extent. Yeah, no, I know. Of course not. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like what a misuse of a feature. Yeah. You paid her for that. You know what I mean? Like what are you thinking? Very half hearted appearance by MIA on this track. Uh <laughs> This is bad. Very half-hearted attempt from everyone involved on uh, on a B-Day song. Oh, this my is, God. This is one of the bonus tracks on the super deluxe version of MDNA. So at least she, bonus. Had the, she had the good sense not to put it on the official track list, but it's still out there. <sighs> I And this is what you were saying before that um, – off mic, you know, earlier was that this was the one that the majority of Madonna stands believed to be the worst song of uh, hers. Yeah, there was a poll done at Popheads mm-hmm. uh, where there was like a, a big thing where it was like, uh, you know, assign every Madonna song like a number rating and someone like aggregated all of that and B-Day song was the bottom song. I can see why, dude. I mean, I mean, this doesn't it, again. It doesn't feel like a song. It seems it, it it's made up. Like it's it's fucking tossed off in the ultimate sense. Yeah, it was literally jerked off and and thrown away. <laughs> yeah, songs like Dark Ballet, like M, like uh, Madonna fans are like split on the artistic merit of that sort of shit. Yeah, but uh, pretty lockstep in the B Day song is fucking trash. Right, because it's there's no lyrical content. The song, the sound of it is like super insipid. Yeah, uh, it's just it's like it's like a bad it's like a shit. bad roadrunner. Oh yeah, I can hear that a little bit, I guess. But road no, the, I the chord structure is pretty much the same. It's a bit of a stretch. Miles per hour. Yeah, it's sure. Drive past the stop and shop with the radio on. Anyway, that's a much better song. That's a great um, song. That's a great, great song. This is a very bad song. This is when you, any any Madonna apologist has to <laughs> has to reckon with this one, and and there's there's nothing really to defend it at all. There's nothing besides the fact that maybe is it short? Is it short? No, it's not even short. No, what the fuck, dude. I don't know. Yeah, I I don't I don't understand it. It doesn't make any fucking sense. What kind of commentary? There's no comment. Why am I even no. asking the question? There's, there's it no- does not have a raison d'être. <laughs> a raison d'être. <laughs> 
trois arrondes. Dans trois. Dans trois. Dans trois. Great job. Uh, no. Killing it. There's, there's no reason for B-Day song. There's no th- justification. justification. No. No. All right. Let's, should we, should we bring it on down? Yeah, let's wrap this let's thing up. Let's fucking end this misery. Uh, and you know what part of the song you have to play, right? Of course right? I do. Okay. Yeah. So should we drum roll? We're going to drum roll. The worst Madonna song ever is American, American Life. Life. Ooh, here we go. I'm drinking a salate. I get a double shot. It goes through my body and you know I'm satisfied. I drive my mini cooper and I'm feeling super duper. You, they tell me I'm a trooper and you know I'm satisfied. I do yoga and Pilates and the room is full of hotties. So I'm checking out the bodies and you know I'm satisfied. I'm digging on the ice and poop. This metaphysics shit is dope and if all this can give me hope, you know I'm satisfied. I got a lawyer and a manager, an agent and a chef. Three nannies, an assistant and a driver and a jet. A trainer and a butler and a bodyguard of five. A gardener and a stylist. Do you think I'm satisfied? Like to express my extreme point of view. I'm not a Christian so and I'm not extreme. I'm done with that. I'm done hearing you speak, Madonna. You are you are canceled forever. That is unreal. That is unreal how fucking mind numbing that shit is. How unbelievably oh my god. How self satisfied must you be to be able to put that out? for people to listen to. You want to hear a quote? Let's hear it. Here's Madonna herself. Got it. Uh, talking about recording the song with, with Mir Y. Basically, we had recorded the whole song and we had this instrumental thing at the end. And Mir Y was like, uh, Mir Weiss, Mir Weiss was like, you know what? You have to go and do a rap. And I was like, <gasps> get out of here. I don't rap. And he was like, yeah, you do. Just go in there. Just do it. He totally encouraged me. I had nothing planned, nothing written, and he just told me to do stream of consciousness, whatever I was thinking, because I was always dry, drinking soy lattes in the studio, and I drive my Mini Cooper to the studio. I was just like, okay, let me just talk about the things that I like. So I went, and it was t- just total improv, and obviously it was sloppy at first, but I got out all my thoughts, and then I wrote everything down that I said, and then I perfected the timing of it. So it was totally spontaneous. Oh, so that so that could have been avoided? It could have been avoided. What was the guy's name? Mir- where does he live? <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm serious. What? Where is he? Uh, he uh, is French. Oh, of course. He was born in Switzerland to an Afghan father and an Italian mother. He is a leader in the French electronic dance music scene, a member of the defunct 1980s group Taxi Girl, and he met Madonna in the late 90s when he submitted a demo to her then-label re- Maverick Records. His name is Mirwais. Mirwais Amadzai, I'm I'm probably mispronouncing that, and he's responsible for all the worst Madonna music. Oh my god! He's at fault for the what we just heard there, which is the worst, the absolute that rap, that particular part of this song is the nadir of Madonna's career. It is the worst thing she's ever done. I bar none is worse than her stealing that child. Is her rapping that verse? (laughs) Stealing those children. Excuse me. God, at least two children. <laughs> at least two. <laughs> this is equal to two children's lives. I think that, God, I... Ah. So you can't even ask how did this happen because that's how it happened. Yeah. It's literally this person's we fault. Actually, for once we know the answer and it's still not... Sa- and, <laughs> you think no. I'm satisfied? <laughs> I'm digging on the isotopes. This metaphysics shit is dope. 
<laughs> Yo, fucking magnets. How do they work? How do they work? That's exactly what I was fucking thinking. I was like, this is some... Oh, my God. If ICP was just a bougie-ass fucking super rich white lady fucking talking about drinking lattes. And... But but they're true working class heroes, and that's why we support uh, ICP on the show, and we are juggalos. Yeah. Let's well, not forget. I also don't support the uh, anything else about this song. Uh, the production is so hideous. Oh, my God. Like, that the- synth is the most grating, irritating shit imaginable. It's very bad. Also, the, the, the chorus... Uh, is atrocious. I mean, it's <laughs> fucking. We didn't even play because, like, it's just you have to. American life, American life, and the American dream. So let's re- let's recap because this is the album that she put out in the fucking Bush era, mm-hmm. like with her face kind of like fashion like she's some gorilla like fighter you know with this like uh with these like red stripes on her face yeah, like, like she's, she's going like to war yeah yeah exactly something. she's looking up to the to this uh you know up and to the right just like fucking Che is like it's it's that can't be an accident no she's, it's 100 percent intentional it's 100 percent intentional just like that. just like the fucking ropes on her face or with the fucking pictures yeah. of mandela she was actually she was dressing like a cuban <sighs> revolutionary all the time during the time yeah like, what like the fuck show. god madonna is a piece of shit what are you thinking what are you thinking so this is supposed to be your commentary on like a post 9-11 like you know nightmarish fucking you know pre this nightmare dystopia this was the one this was our our nightmare dystopia in our you know teens and there was a lot of people making political music and there's a lot of things to be fucking angry about well she doesn't understand it I she feel doesn't like. understand any of it she and she doesn't, doesn't care to learn she doesn't but care she to educate herself she knows it she thinks she does know that's crazy she thinks she knows that's and she, that she has the an- oh that this God. is the antidote is American life, and that, that's why she thinks that she knows better than somebody's parent. <laughs> that's in Malawi, and that's why you're gonna fucking take their kids away. I, you know, she knows better, right? She's uh, a white woman. They always know better, right? Man, I know, dude. Uh, it really, it's a, it's a gross gross thing on so many levels. Remember, remember, like you know, gotta be. Uh, I just. Okay. Um, I got a lawyer and a manager, an agent and a chef, three nannies, an assistant and a driver and a jet, a trainer and a butler and a bodyguard or five, a gardener and a stylist. Do you think I'm satisfied? Uh, I would hope so. I would absolutely love to have those things. Are you kidding me? Like you fucking privileged, pompous, out of touch, elite, mont- like, idiot like i just can't i i there's it's inexcusable it is inexcusable tone deafness and literal tone deafness like there's no tone there's no notes being hit and you're fucking rapping about your fucking mini cooper that'll get the kids to like me i found another quote here that is making me pretty angry if you want to hear it oh to just go on in I know it sounds cliched, but I've had 20 years of fame and fortune, and I feel that I have the right to an opinion on what it is and isn't. 
All everyone is obsessed about now is being a celebrity. I'm saying that's bullshit, and who knows better than me? Before it happens, you have all kinds of notions about how wonderful celebrity is and how much joy it's going to bring you. Then you arrive. In America, more than any other place in the world, you have the freedom to be anything you want to be, which is all well and good. If you're a fucking white woman. Which is all well and good, but it only works here if you have a value system. And we seem not to have one anymore. It's Wait, the whiplash between the sanctimoniousness, the boomer sanctimoniousness right now is out of control, but do continue. It's whatever it takes to get to the top. That's what you got to do. It's the allure of the beautiful life. Look like this. You're going to be happy. Drive this car. You're going to be popular. Wear these clothes and people are going to want to fuck you. It's a very powerful illusion and people are caught up in it, including myself. Or I was. <sighs> Boom. <laughs> Mind blown. Dude. Really, Madonna? Wait, Really? We have a we have a fame machine. First of all, like yes, that is the most obvious thing that you could ever fucking say. It's not even a critique of consumerism or materialism because you are literally the material girl. So anything that you would say about that rings incredibly hollow. But also, like you're not even saying that in the song. <laughs> and for her to be like, I can speak on this stuff because I've transcended it at this point. Oh I'm my now God. I have uh, graduated from fame into uh, you know like. What does she think? She, what does she I think don't she know. is? You know, a revolutionary. She thinks she's a revolutionary she's, and a civil faith. rights leader and a parent of these two <laughs> children from Malawi. I. She thinks she is. She is absolutely. It is the most ultimate white savior complex. I have graduated from fame to revolutionary life, and that is why. I can call my son the N word, and that is why I can rap about my Mini Cooper and Pilates and soy lattes. Yeah. That's and that's woke. That's actually you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're, yeah. you're welcome. Oh God. I really hate Madonna now. <laughs> <laughs> See that happened to me. That's why I went backwards chronologically. Oh you know, my God. so I wouldn't hate Madonna at the end of it, but I definitely hated Madonna at the beginning of it. But the journey. but here we and are here we anyway. Are again, I hate her again. Oh God. I keep going full circle. I'm gonna I have to listen to, I'm gonna have to listen to Hung Lucky up. Star on repeat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Borderline. Oh, I just, you can't excuse it. You can't excuse it. No, I can explain you, it. You know, you want to, though, right? You, you do. feel like. Because there, like she... there are parts of her that are sympathetic, like parts of her, like, you know, the way that she was, uh, you know, vilified and like critiqued in the media for so long and, yeah. and just like, you know, not allowed to be sexual, but the, or like wasn't sexual enough and too sexual and not sexual in the right ways. And, you yeah, know, she was so scrutinized. I think it made her maybe it made her crazy. I don't I, know. I don't know. I think she used that to her advantage, and then she used the contra- controversies to propel her to even bigger stardom. And then at that point, stopped having anything to relate to the rest of us, and started believing like the real like you know prosperity gospel of like I'm rich and powerful, and and therefore I am smart and virtuous, and I am here to save the day. Yeah, yeah, it's that you classic know? American trap. It's American life, American people. life, so to speak. There's nothing controversial about this. There's nothing in any way radical. You're not doing anything to challenge power. You're literally just saying because I'm in power, I'm right. Yeah. I mean, everybody in this party is shining like it's Illuminati. I mean, what more can you say? She wrote a song about how the Illuminati's good, you know? She did. <laughs> she did. Wow. It's we, There we are again. Here we are. Make it stop. The content you crave. Ruining, yep. your, ruining your heroes. 
uh, since 2017. But I don't know. They um, ruined themselves. It's, it's her fault. I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad for her. No, of course I don't feel bad for Madonna. I don't feel bad for oh making Oh my God, I feel <laughs> I feel bad for us. <laughs> I feel bad for us. All right, well... I'm glad we learned something here today. <laughs> Let's see. Let's recap. We learned that um, uh, Madonna likes soy lattes. Um, she likes to be spanked. She likes to be spanked. She likes it. And there's nothing like a good spanky. A spanky. Mm-hmm. Uh, we learned that she likes to kidnap brown children. <laughs> we learned that she thinks she's very, very smart, but then also is so stupid. <laughs> I don't. Um, <laughs> she was. She was stupid. She was, but now she's better. But now she's better. Now she's Che. But because she thinks she's better, she's actually worse than ever. And that's really what we've learned. Yeah. I'm sorry, Madonna. Musically and. It's eth- not going to happen ethically. for you. Yeah, that big hit's not going to. The breakthrough's not happening. I'm but, still holding out hope, all right? It might happen. She has no self awareness. Yeah, I don't. I, I can't, can't see how it. she'll get the clarity she can't do that it. she needs. There's no growth. It's only regression. Maybe when she's dying, you know? That's how... <laughs> oh, God. That's, that changes people's perspective a little bit. Let's hope, man. I don't know. Apparently, she's, I mean, she'll never die. She'll just suck the life out of some other young, hot, fucking <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> backup dancer. Call, call in a, the newest <laughs> blood bag. <Come> here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, bring me a blood boy. <laughs> Her like harem of like, <laughs> of, like yeah, her hive. young yeah her hive of taut young boys with like leeches suckling their <laughs> their life's blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Actually, no. Really rich people do do that. They oh, do buy blood. They have blood boys. <laughs> they have blood boys. So it would not surprise me if Madonna had multiple blood boys. Um, God, this is. This was this was a journey, everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you all took it with us. I don't, I don't, is there anything else we should say before we wrap this shit up? Confessions on a dance floor is so good. Yeah. <laughs> Get the first four songs. Just listen to the first four songs of that album to clear your palate. Well, who are we going to put in the crosshairs next? Who's going to be our next yeah. hero that, we, that we'd slay? Actually, that's a great question. I think that's a good question to ask our stoppies. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. maybe that we, we'll, we'll let you all weigh in. Which, which hero should we take down next? Which untouch, seemingly untouchable mega star... Uh, needs to be taken down several pegs or or needs to be, you know, scrutinized a little bit more than they ever have been. Let us know, Stoppies. We'd love to hear your suggestions. We've had some thoughts about different ones, like uh, we were thinking Radiohead. Yeah, we were going to do Radiohead, and then I'm... Look, I, I don't think I'm biased because I'm not, like, the hugest Radiohead stand or anything, but they, like, their their floor is, like, just mediocre. It's not that bad. Mariah Carey might be an interesting one. It might. I think she had some bad albums. For sure. Yeah, she might be fun. I was thinking The Cure would be fun because The Cure, like... The Beatles? Yeah, The Beatles would be hard. Beach Boys? Could do The Beach Boys. It. I just don't. There's so many Beach Boys albums. Fuck, it would be so right, much we research. we don't have to. We don't have to. No, it's my job. I'll fucking do it. I'll <laughs> listen to every Beach Boys song. <laughs> See, we're martyrs. We're martyrs. Uh, like yeah, Madonna. I'm more of a martyr than Madonna is for Africa. Yeah, <laughs> for the entire continent of Africa. <laughs> She's the one making sure it doesn't get shut down because she has become it. That was another thing we learned. Madonna is Africa. 
<laughs> All right, Stoppies. We want to thank you very much for uh, tuning into the show once again. Uh, thank you to Pantheon Podcast for uh, supporting us and being part of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Uh, you should listen to, we talked about Rock Candy Podcast. Always, always support them. But uh, there's so many other podcasts in that network that you should totally check out if you're a music nerd like us and uh, you want to hear other people's opinions on uh, on music. Uh, there's a lot of good shit and you can find us at www.makeitstoppodcast.com and on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at makeitstopcast. You should still send us ratings or reviews, my dudes. Uh, if you want, give us a five-star rating and a, and a comment uh, about why we deserve it. And if we get enough of them, we'll we'll talk about will be for many many hours but i don't think that's gonna happen I don't we're think running so out of time we're running out of time guys and that's probably for the best i'm not that upset about that but <laughs> we should get a couple so you know get those in uh we are actually gonna go see lil b next week so maybe i'll bring my little recorder with me and we'll see if we can get a mini interview yeah I don't know. Well, we're gonna try we're gonna at go least see- like do a little segment on it yes maybe. we'll do a segment on it now our next episode is going to be Dave Matthews Band with Brian Melanson, formerly known as my dad, uh, host of the Covcast and dear friend of ours, and the the most recurring guest, uh, most book guest on the show. So we are very excited about that. That'll be really fun. Uh, so make sure to, yeah, follow us, subscribe, tell your friends about us, send us emails if you want, um, but just keep uh, supporting this, this weird masochistic uh, universe we've created for ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're having fun, I swear. Thank Stoppies. We'll see you next time. Bye. Lucas Hare. He's Carrie Shale. And this is a trailer for Is It Rolling Bob? Talking Dylan. We talk to interesting people like author Neil Gaiman. Dylan is always more omnipresent than you believe. Part three of American Gods is called This Moment of the Storm. And of course, it's a hard rain's gonna fall is, is another way of saying that. Singer Billy Bragg. I went to this Hammersmith Odeon with Chrissy Hind and she totally spoiled the whole evening for me by going backstage beforehand and coming and saying to me, you must come back and say hello to Bob afterwards. He'd love to meet you. So I spent the entire gig thinking to myself, what am I going to say to Bob Dylan that, is, that doesn't sound like, hello, Bob, I really like your records. So I ran away. At the end. Actor David Morrissey. The stories, they are all, you know, you sit there and you think, God, this is taking me on a journey, not just by uh, each track, but each album is mm. such a chapter in a life. Singer Barb Younger. And suddenly something in the song, you go, bing, you go, oh, yeah, that's today. That's the reality of the quality of his understanding of humanity, that kind of, that really relentless gaze. The legendary Larry Ratso Sloman. And that's when I talked to him about Sad Eyed Lady. And I said, you know, Bob, I always wondered, you know, in the chorus you say, my warehouse eyes, my Arabian drums. Do you mean eyes as a verb? Or is there a comma there? Is it two different images? And Sarah goes, 
Yeah, I've always wanted that too. And Bob, and Bob says, "Leave me alone, Russ." Writer David Hepworth. Honestly, sweat was dripping off me because I was not getting very far. And you always think, "I've got to get some quotes. I've got to get some lines or something." And you, of course, you can't get that out of Bob Dylan. It doesn't work like that. Mm. And the woman from the record company said to him, "How's it going, Bob?" And he says, "I don't know. He keeps asking me questions." <laughs> and Dylan Authority. Michael Gray. What he's doing there, Dylan, is he's, he's breaking through the sort of oleaginous smear of coast-to-coast important American television. And he's creating, he's busting through that and creating a live event, an authentic moment. Is it rolling, Bob? Talking Dylan. His voice is really warm. It's just that it ain't got no form. But it's just like a dead man's last pistol shot, baby. <laughs> 